0: Hi, I'm PJ, and welcome to House Daily. Um, hope you're uh, doing well, whatever you're doing at the moment. Hope you're able to get out, um, see friends in gardens, uh, catch up, and enjoy uh, nature at the moment. Um, I know God's been speaking. Uh, to me so much uh, through nature in this time and so I um, hope you're getting out to that and hope you're enjoying as as different restrictions uh, get lifted I don't know if you've managed to venture into any unessential shops yet um, I haven't but um, I know many people have and it's um, it's great to to start to form some normality there's, there's one shop which I cannot wait to reopen that's hairdressers my hair is getting so long it's definitely much more every morning trying to tame the hair more than anything else um it's, this is probably the longest I've gone without a haircut as far as I can remember and so it's it's becoming so much more of a quiff and just trying to tame that i become becoming like John Travolta from Greece it's 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 not good so I cannot wait for hairdressers to come back I don't know what you're waiting for but um hope you're managing to enjoy um life as we start to get back to what um maybe normal was and it's the whole reason we're going through the book of Nehemiah at the moment is, is in this time of getting back to normal how do we rebuild our life um, and our structure and our habits and our, our work and our, and our church and um, better because actually it's a really great opportunity to reset in so many ways and take moments to reflect and say okay God how are you calling us to rebuild in a new more kingdom oriented way in in so many aspects of of our life and so it's why we're going through Nehemiah because Nehemiah is the story about uh, him coming to Jerusalem and rebuilding the wall and, and facing opposition and actually working through some of those things and seeing some great godly wisdom and principles in that as we continue in this, this story, we're in Nehemiah chapter 6 today. So if you've got a Bible, open it up there. Um, and this is what it says. When word came from Shambalat, Tobiah, Geshem, the Arab, and the rest of, the, of our enemies, that I had rebuilt the wall and no gap was left in it, though up to that time I'd still not set the doors in the gates, Sambalat and Geshem sent me this message. "'Come, let us meet together in one of the villages on the plains of Onon. But they were scheming to harm me. So I sent messages to them with this reply. "'I'm carrying on a great project and cannot go down. "'Why should the work stop while I leave it and go down to you?' Four times they sent me the same message, and each time I gave them the same answer.' Then the fifth time Sambalat sent this his aid to me with the same message, and in his hand was an unsealed letter in which was written, It is reported among the nations, and Geshem say, says it is true that you, are the, uh, you and the Jews are plotting to revolt, and therefore you are building the wall." Moreover, according to these reports, you're about to become their king and have been even appointed prophets to make this proclamation about you in Jerusalem. There is a king in Judah. Now this report will go back to the king. So come, let us meet together. I sent him this reply. Nothing like what you are saying is happening. You are just making up this out of your head. They were all trying to frighten us thinking their hands will get too uh, too weak for the work and it will not be completed. But I prayed, now strengthen my hands. More opposition uh, for Nehemiah and uh, the Jews in Jerusalem. Um, And so much of this is based around fear. Um, Fear is incredibly powerful fear of of other people and it comes in, in, in many forms and there's the big the loud the obvious of uh huge oppressive leaders making a big shout and loud or trying to intimidate people um but there's also as many of us may know it's just subtle much more underlying um silent in some ways oppression um and so many differences in between um but fear is is incredibly powerful um and and sometimes as well, fear is 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 internal. Um, I don't know how you found going through the the days, the weeks of uh, especially at the beginning of the virus spreading and the reality of what was happening becoming incredibly real. Um, and then maybe the first stages of coming out of of lockdown, um, fear is really prevalent of just the unknown, not knowing what's happening, not knowing the consequences of what we're doing, um, and being out of control in many ways, can immobilize, can stop us in our tracks. And it's maybe very internal or maybe very external from oppression from others. Um, but fear is incredibly powerful. And we see Nehemiah in his response to to fear and, and, and intimidation um, is to stand true in God and what God has called him to. He kept building. He did not stop. He did not go down to meet with these people because he knew that they were just trying to intimidate and oppose him and he prays we see that at the end in verse nine he says he prayed now strengthen my hands he stands in knowing what god is and he prays to god to give him the strength to get through um and as we we think about how we we build our our lives in a good godly way actually some ways doing new and different is fearful because we know what we know and so actually that's comforting it's it's secure it's easy and so there's there's fear in in stepping out of that of not knowing what a life a different life might look like and so often fear can can stop and trap us but actually if we we believe that God is calling us to something new and different and a a more godly kingdom way of living actually to step into that and, and like Nehemiah trust in what God is saying and to keep praying as we do so to him to give us the strength to do it um but I think it's really important also in this moment in thinking about fear of um, maybe where um, rates of abuse up um, during coronavirus as pressure falls on families and households. And so um, fear is, is incredibly strong and powerful. Um, and if uh, you or you know anyone who is in a place like that, do reach out for help, whether that's to friends, to, to church, um, to organizations in this country. Um, actually, God is a God who casts out fear. Um, and actually he is there with us in those moments of real fear and oppression um, and actually um, it does not need to be stood for actually God is a God of love and of justice and so um, if you're in that place I'd, I'd really encourage you reach out to someone to seek help um, but for all of us as we think about change should not be bound by fear, whether that's external, whether that's our, our boss, our company saying we can't do things in the way we want, or we can't spend the money in the way we want, or we can't live a life and have the habits in the way we want. Actually, God is Lord of all. Um, and actually to not be afraid, but to be a strong and, and, and sure of who God is um, and what he calls us to be. Let me pray. God, thank you. Um, like I said, that, that perfect love casts out fear. Um, and actually, we do not need to be afraid when we uh, know you are with us. And so, God, I, I, I first of all pray for all those who, at the moment, who are in places of real fear and oppression, and within their homes. God, I pray um, that you would give them that strength to to reach out for help, Lord Jesus. Um, as at the moment, those rates of, of, of abuse are higher than normal. Um, God, we pray. real strong prayers that actually you you shed a light on those situations that you would call change and help people reach out. Um, But for God, Lord, for for us, as we think about um, the next, help us to not be captivated by fear, but to live and work in your, your love and your light, Lord Jesus, to call on you, to stand in you and to continue to pray for your strength. In your name. Amen. Thanks for joining. Be safe, be church, keep washing your hands.